This is Team Business Podcast. Team Business uncovers the everyday entrepreneurs why, how, and the road to now. With hosts Mike Fusco and Ray Ramirez. Join us to learn how game-changing founders act on their vision and build a team for success. And now, here are your hosts, Mike and Ray. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Mike and Ray back with you again on another episode of the Team Business Podcast. Today is October 27th in the year 2020. This is the fourth episode of the Team Business Podcast. Ray, how's it going? Going great. How about yourself? Very well. Uh, tonight we have Game Six of the World Series. The Dodgers leading three games to two. What do you think is going to happen? Well, I'm not a Dodgers fan per se, but being from Southern California, I would love to have both a Lakers championship and a Dodger championship. That I mean, I, I can't say that for the sake of Southern California. I'm hoping it, hoping it happens tonight. Ray's a big LA guy these days. <laughs> okay. Hailing from uh, West Texas. Well, no, it's <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, that game, man, that game, what was that, game four? Wow. The ending of game four? Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, I, I can't, can't believe we pulled it out, but yeah, it's a great game. Yeah. So for everyone who's listening, we're really excited for our guest today. We've had three excellent guests so far. His fourth one is right in line with the excellence of the other three. A person that I've known for a long time. He's grown an excellent business here in San Diego. Has a really interesting story. Ray, what do you know about our guest today? Um, well, just looking at his profile, he's uh, de- definitely continues our common theme that a lot, a lot of young entrepreneurs in the market that are doing a lot of innovative things. Uh, Great point. I mean, you mentioned uh, his business, but when I'm looking at his profile, I mean, <laughs> He has multiple businesses, so definitely doing a lot of innovative things and in, uh, innovative things in the markets. Can't wait to talk about what yeah, he, uh, how he uh, actually keeps track of all that. Yeah, for those of you listening, I this is one that you definitely won't want to miss. It's uh, the guy who, like Ray said, he's young, he's energetic, and in a short period of time, has gained uh, or grown a business and a brand, a, a very well-known brand here in San Diego. San Diego County and Southern California in general. So stick around. We're going to be back on the Team Business Podcast to introduce and talk a little bit more about our guests in just a moment. Team Business. Ray and I are back here on Team Business and uh, excited to introduce our guest for the fourth episode of our podcast. Ray. Tell us a little bit just about business that he runs, like the one that we know well and the one that people here in San Diego are going are gonna to be accustomed to. Uh, yeah, I mean, his, I guess what I call his headline business called Everyday California. Uh, I think it's a very creative just concept in itself, um, branding California lifestyle in itself. And uh and, and uh, monetizing that. that it's, it's a, I, to, to me, it's, I find that very creative and amazing. Um, but he has uh, two other uh, ventures as well. Uh, one called uh, 
dive and kayak La Jolla. And the third is OEX Express, which is, I guess, deals more with uh, adventure, uh, I believe, traveling or whatnot. Uh, so we'll, we'll find out more about the rest of those. Yes. Something that's really interesting, and we'll talk about the team that Chris has built at Everyday California. Because his team has different, there's different aspects, different roles that people need to play. He has, what's interesting about the company, and I can tell you from experience in working with Chris as long as I have, is he started as really a, a water sports company. Yeah. You know, putting on kayak and uh, different types of tours in the La Jolla Cove. And decided that, you know, he was going to take that and make it a brand of apparel. Yeah. Which is has been brilliant. So his people, not only are he has to hire tour guides to, to do the water sports, but also people that work in the store, people that help design the apparel, build the brand. Yeah. You know, do their online marketing. And he has a great marketing campaign going. Yeah. My curiosity behind it is, as you mentioned, start off as a kayaking company. A venture company and it just morphed into what it is now and uh, that's i find that really intriguing on how that occurred behind the scenes yeah so we'll be back uh, we're gonna have chris lynch with us today on the team business Co- podcast chris is the owner and uh, he's actually his title now is the managing partner of everyday california very interesting story and one that you guys are going to want to hear so stick around and we'll be back with chris thanks for watching Okay, everyone, thanks again for joining us on the Team Business Podcast. Ray and I are back. Team Business. We're excited to welcome him to the show. Chris, good to see you, man. Good to see you guys. Yeah, stoked to be here. Always fun. Thanks for joining us. Uh, And we know you're a busy guy, and we appreciate you taking the time to to talk a little bit with us today. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate it. So we gave an intro before you came on. We talked a little bit about your background, but before we start about your business background, if you could please tell our audience, tell us a little bit about your background, uh, where you're from, maybe uh, where you grew up, where you studied, and yeah, what your first sure. job was. Totally, totally. Yeah, so I, um, I was born in Oakland, um, but I grew up in Modesto, California, so Northern California, it's about an hour uh, south of Sacramento. Uh, moved to San Diego in 2003 to go to San Diego State, and basically it was like, uh, I don't think I'm going to leave San Diego. <laughs> so here I am, uh, 17 years later, which is crazy. So now I've lived half my my life and all of my adult life in San Diego, so I feel like a local now, especially since I own a surf company. So you can't be, I think, more local than that. Um, and yeah, my first job actually, I was I was a pizza maker. Yeah, I made pizzas at a local pizza, pizza parlor. Yeah, I used to ride my little BMX bike down there, and I was like. 14 years old oh oh um, in your hometown in my hometown yeah yeah nice. so that would uh that would be that would be my first job nice man so you touched on your industry you're in the surf business and yeah we told everyone the apparel business and the lifestyle business something that ray said which is so true so i don't really have to ask you too much for your love of the industry because <laughs> ray said you basically started a business based on your lifestyle yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I find it amazing. It's like you actually monetize your lifestyle, which is awesome. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it can't be better yeah. than that, right? I can't complain. Yeah, really. So, what led you to Everyday California? Yeah, so I actually worked. Um, I worked for a company called OEX uh, when I was at San Diego State. So I worked for a kayaking 
uh, it was a kiking and scuba diving company. And when the, when everything kind of, um, I would say fell apart, but when the, when the market crashed in 2008 and, you know, a lot of businesses were going, going under and there was just a lot of movement. Um, the previous owners were, they wanted to sell the business. Um, they were getting out and they didn't have much. They didn't have a location. The location, the, the lease uh, on their location was gone. Everything was, the business was essentially um, over. And I was lucky enough that my now business partner called me and he said, Hey man, um, OEX is selling their permit. So there's only five permits in La Jolla to do kayaking tours. Um, and, you know, 24 years old trying to negotiate how to, how to buy a business, but, uh, it was really just the permit. So we we were able to put together a little bit of money um, and a long-term buyout contract with the previous owners that basically financed us taking it over. And we got a pickup truck, um, some old kayaks, uh, some really bad wetsuits. And, and I had an iPad that my, my grandma gave me an iPad, and a cell phone. And we started literally... Um, you know, moving boats from a from a U-Haul like storage unit onto the beach every morning at 7 a.m. and doing the tours and booking customers while we're in the car and anytime we're out of the ocean, uh, and it really just grew from there. Awesome. Yeah, I mean that's similar uh, similar story you find in a lot of our energy talkies, right? It's yeah. Small beginnings. Yeah. Yeah. Hard work. Um. Well, Chris, uh, at what point did you discover that you love? The industry you're on now. I mean, it's obviously when you, I would assume when you came to down to Southern California, it's kind of when it spawned, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, also, my mom was one of the first ever Navy uh, female salvage divers. Mm. Um, so, and she was like a like a tenth of a second away from from making the Olympics for swimming uh, at Long Beach State. Um, so, I grew up around the water. I grew up around the ocean, even though we were landlocked. Um, you know, we were always out on the lake. Uh, she was always taking me over to Santa Cruz to learn how to surf when I was a kid. Uh, we were always vacationing, um, you know, in Hawaii or anywhere uh, that we, we could be near the ocean. Um, so I really started the love of my of the ocean when I was when I was really young. And that was a huge factor in why I went to San Diego State. You know, there was other colleges I could have gone to, but I mean, there's I don't feel like there's any anything better than in state and uh, San Diego. Yeah, for sure, yeah, you're an yeah. SDSU alumni, right? Yep. yep. Perfect. Awesome. Uh, so based on that love of the ocean and in the starting of your initial uh, the kayaking business, mm-hmm. can you tell us kind of how that eventually morphed into what it is today? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so November first, uh, two thousand ten, was when we officially took ownership of OEX and the permit. Um, which, you know, believe it or not, in uh, four days here will be our ten year anniversary, wow. um, which is wild. Congratulations. Uh, um, and so, you know, we, like I said, on the beach doing, just doing the tours and that first year in 2011, we built a tiny little 582 square foot store. There's not a whole lot of real estate down in La Jolla near the beach, but we got lucky and found this tiny location. Uh, and you know, as fate would have it, that, that kind of was our jumping off point. And you look around in our little store and you're like, well, we should sell something to these people <laughs> they're coming in like this makes sense right yeah um and so we made our first t-shirt and hat you know we could, we could afford to buy 24 hats and you know and 50 huh. t-shirts or something and, and those <laughs> sold so we made more and, and then we made a tank top and, and then we made a, a you know a sweatshirt and and it really just grew organically as as our business grew so the more and more customers that we had the more apparel we were able to make um and then we created we came up with the name everyday california in 2012. Uh, so we were not allowed to change the name on our permit um, 
for the kayaking portion of the business until we actually renewed the permit with the city. We had to go through um, an RFP process and we were we changed the name of the business in 2012. Uh, and that's where we created uh, Brutus, which is uh, which is our bear holding the surfboard um, and the name Everyday California. Uh, the bear originally Brutus, when we first made that logo, we still had the name OEX on it and he was in a kayak. Uh, and then he kind of grew up when we, we got our new name and, you know, surfing is just synonymous with California. Um, and everybody loves that culture. Um, so that's why we, we moved him out of a kayak and, and, and hold into holding a surfboard. Um, so yeah, that was, that was 2012. And, um, we launched our e-com store in, uh, 2014. Um, and everything has really just grown from there. Now, um, you know, we have distribution in a lot of uh, retail stores, uh, a lot of boutiques, a lot of hotels. Uh, we do a lot of business online. Um, and then we also sell obviously in our retail store and, uh, we've been looking at opening up some more locations as well. So, uh, adventure retail locations. We think that experiential retail is yep. the wave of the future. Uh, yep. so any new locations we open and especially with our flagship store is all about um, getting people there to experience the brand, uh, to get out on the ocean, whether that's hiking or paddleboarding or surfing or snorkeling. Uh, and once you can get them involved and really bought into the lifestyle, uh, they, they become long-term customers and coming back to, uh, you know, not, not only go on tours or lessons or whatever it is, but, you know, buy a hat, uh, buy a t-shirt, buy a sweatshirt, buy some board shorts. Uh, and we're also launching a sunscreen, um, this spring. We were slated to launch it last, uh, last spring and then uh, i don't know if you heard there's a whole pandemic so <laughs> kinda yeah got that we shut that down so we're waiting uh and we'll be launching that in march of 2021 and that's a fully custom um formula that that we created using blue algae and kelp um super good for the environment it's a mineral-based sunscreen so we're stoked right lots awesome. of good stuff going on yeah it's funny you talk about the history i've been you know seeing your company grow from the beginning when you first took over the OEX name yeah, you know, to that first little shop that you spoke about. And it's, it's, it's awesome what you've done. And really it was brilliant. And Ray and I talked about this too, is that you kind of took the, the lifestyle of the tours and being on the water and turned it into a brand, which yeah. is, you know, what everyday California is today. Something that we also talked about, and I, I want to ask you this question. You have so many different aspects of your business now. Mm-hmm. Now you have the people who are on the water. You have the people who are creating the content. You have a great marketing and apparel uh, campaigns going on. You obviously have the people at the store. You know, you have to probably have the people that have to get out all the new, uh, all the new stuff. Like you said, the sunscreen. You know, how yeah. do you how do you develop that? How do you how do you how did you develop such a diverse team of people? And how do you keep them on a day to day basis? How do you how do you manage that? Oh man, that just, you know, that just developed over time. Right. Um, yeah. like I said, just going from me and a, and a buddy to, Hey, we need an employee here. Um, and our first real employee was Brian, uh, yep. who is now our director of operations. He's been with us since, since the beginning as well. Um, and it's really just making sure that everybody is responsible for, for their department and giving them freedom. I, I'm not, I do not hover. I'm not, uh, micromanaging anybody, um, because there is so much going on that I think it's important to give everybody their space and let, you know, trust that they're going to take care of their, their end of the business. I mean, Brian every year hires uh, close to a hundred employees um, that we need 
surf instructors. We need kayak tour guides. Uh, like you said, we need retail employees who are in the store. Um, and then from there, yeah, you get into the branding and marketing side where I have that team um, that I have a, a brand manager who is amazing, uh, who who is a graphic designer, but he also manages um, our senior graphic design and uh, marketing associates. And from there, that team works with uh, three to four separate agencies that are running anything from Facebook ads to SEO to Google AdWords um, on that side. And then not only are they, you know, creating the content and creating all the cool design, they're then working with our, our logistics um, guy who, who works in-house as well. And he's working with factories from China to Vietnam to Mexico and, and even some things that are done here in California. Um, those teams have just evolved over time and we've always grown pretty slowly um, and very organically. We do spend a lot of money on advertising and Facebook and Instagram and Google and all those good things. Um, but we do it in a way that that is not a loss leader. We're always looking for the profitability side. So it takes a lot longer than people, um, I think, think it does. You know, you hear a lot of successful business stories where, you know, this guy creates a product or creates a brand and, and overnight they're doing $20 million. Yeah. Um, I don't think that happens in in our space as much, especially when it comes to apparel um, and creating a brand like ours that's is you know our culture is based in in surf. Um, you know, it, it kind of one of those things where it, it takes ten years to be an overnight success. For sure. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, Chris. Um, twenty twenty. It's been a crazy year. <laughs> yeah. COVID. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which I mean, <laughs> by the sound of it, doesn't seem like it's stopping you one bit. Uh, but looking back at the year, what would you say that you're most grateful for? Um, obviously your family and your friends, first of all, more, most importantly, um, when it comes to the business, uh, I'm grateful for the, uh, cash management, um, that we've had and our, our, we learned that we have to be very careful with our money, um, at a really early on in the business because we're such a seasonal business, right? Um, in the beginning when we were just kayaking um, and it was just us and some tour guides, man, you're killing it in June and July and August and even September. And you're like, man, we're going to be rich. And then <laughs> December hits and November and January and February and nobody wants to get in the ocean and no one's coming out. So we, we watched our bank accounts go up and down, up and down, up and down for, for so many years in the beginning that we're like, man, we need to save our money. And so when the pandemic hit and, and we shut down, um, you know, I looked at our cash flow. I looked at, at what we had in the bank. I looked at what our run rates were. And I'm like, hey, man, we could not make a dollar for eight months and we're going to be fine. We're going to be OK. We're going to make it through. You know, we had to lay off everybody, which is unfortunate. Not everybody. Um, but that was huge. I mean, for us, for me to be able to sleep at night, and that was pre, you know, payment protection program. Yeah. That was pre EIDL. That was pre Main Street lending program. So that was just us saying, we're good without any of this. Obviously, we went out and we got all the money we could and we helped as many employees as we could. And we were also, that's where the diversification comes in. Uh, thankful for the fact that we had worked on our, our online presence and we had our online store and we were doing we were already doing well with e-commerce but when we shut everything down we kept our branding and marketing team um on 
and we focused 100% of our efforts on on online apparel, and we 7x our online apparel um, within like 60 uh, 60 days. Um, That's awesome. And that, wow. yeah, I mean, that started paying the bills. I mean, all of a sudden we were making we we were profitable, you know, without our adventure business open. So yeah. that was that was huge. Um, super thankful for the work that that our team did on that. Um, and, and that has continued to, to carry on now, uh, into the later half of the year where our online st- uh, sales are still cranking away. Uh, our diversification has really worked. Um, and then, yeah. you know, we also have to, we're, we're thankful for the fact that I'm, our adventure business is, is an outdoor business, right? Yeah. Um, we didn't have to, you know, we didn't have to build a, a new outdoor dining experience like a lot of the restaurants or bars. Um, our entire experience is outdoor. So once people, kind of were aware that, hey, this is, um, you know, this is a safer experience. You know, you're in a kayak on the ocean or you're on a surfboard in the ocean. Uh, I mean, we always say a kayak paddle is six feet long, right? It's really hard to get close to Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, so, so <laughs> that built business, in social distancing. Then. Yeah, we have built, social distancing <laughs> is built into our, into our <laughs> business. Uh, obviously, we had, to, we had to implement new rules inside of our retail store. Um, sure. but that is built into the business already. Um, so once people started coming back outside, once we started to see a lot of the drive market, um, as we call it. So the people from Orange County, LA, uh, Arizona, Nevada that can drive into San Diego, uh, people still want to get out. People still want to go. I remember we spoke about that. That's funny. Yeah. So August, uh, September, August was our, um, we had a record breaking month in August. Um, yeah, we had a record breaking month in September. Uh, we're on pace to break nice. records here, here in October. Um, that is, you know, due to people wanting to be outside and be on the ocean. That's also due to what our team is doing online. Um, it's what our sales guys are doing. Um, so it's really, it's really been cool. Um, and then, you know, one other thing, uh, that I'm grateful for that we learned too is, is remote work. I think a lot of our employees have really taken to it on the sales team. Um, and the customer service team there. They're able to work from home. You know, um, one of my employees has a couple of, of kids that he's teaching him and his wife are, are as, as Mike, as you guys know, they're, yeah. they're teaching them at, at home. They're, they're in school at home, so they have to be there. Well, we moved everything remote, so he, he doesn't he can be with his kids all day and be working for us and be helping them. Um, so that's really cool. Um, you know, we'd like to get our office culture back and we'd like to see people back in the office. Um, but we're going to from here on out into the future. Um, we'll most likely be doing like two days in the office, three days, three days remote working, something like that. Um, so it was really cool to, to see how our employees adapted to that and how much they like it. You know? Yeah, that's great. That's great. It's, it's, it's crazy that, you know, we, we have these lessons learned from, from these types, these times when we have to shift our business model so quickly, mm-hmm. but also in the long run, probably make our companies a little stronger, you know, like something you just mentioned. Yeah, you know, the work, the work life balance and people be able to be home with their, with their families a little more. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Every good business owner I know, every good entrepreneur I know has pivoted so quickly and adapted so quickly. And we've all learned a lot. Now it's not to say that everybody is breaking records. It's not to say that everybody's right. business is up because they're not, but you know, every guy I talk to has learned so much and, and changed so much and, and, um, really adapted. Um, and you're going to have to adapt to survive. I mean, you know, yeah. Whether it's always been that way. Yeah. Well, yeah. No matter, yeah. no matter what it is, you know, there's always something new. There's yep. always a new technology. There's always a new marketing platform. There's always something uh, that's going to happen. You know, you have to be ahead of it. 
Yeah. Chris, just to touch on that a little bit, but for the people that are listening, we have you know a good amount of small business people that listen. What type of technology have you guys used to stay you know as connected to your team as you were when you were across uh, the street so in the Slack. store and in the Slack. Slack, yep. Slack is the most important thing for us. Um, Slack is what we use internally uh, every day, day in and day out. Uh, after this, I'll be jump, jumping on an executive um, call uh, with our leadership team that we do once a week. And that's just Slack. I mean, we just plug right into Slack. I know everyone's Zoom, 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 and we're doing Zoom right now. But we were doing Slack yeah. previous. And <laughs> Slack has Slack has video conferencing as well. So Slack has been been really, really big for us to keep the team together. Um, so that, yeah, from a communication standpoint, that's, that's number one. Great. Thank you. Perfect, Chris. Appreciate it. Um, so let me ask you, so if you weren't doing what you're doing now, what career would you pursue? Uh, so before this, uh, I have a degree in international economics. Um, so I was actually, when I was at San Diego State, I was a, um, research analyst for international hedge funds. Um, so I had always thought that I was going to go into finance. Uh, I figured I'd be w working uh, and living on Wall Street. Uh, but obviously the market crashed and that dream kind of, uh, not dream, that career path fell apart. Um, and I went to acting school. So oh. I actually, I, yeah, I actually left Sa uh, San Diego for about two years, uh, two and a half years. And I went to acting school in, uh, in Hollywood and I was pursuing uh, acting. Had an agent, went to, mm -hmm. took acting classes, you know, had some small gigs. Um, you know, that was uh, that was uh, the dream, I think, um, at that time. Still, still would be a great dream, right? Wouldn't, wouldn't be yeah. bad. Hey, yeah. was, uh, wouldn't sure. be bad to be George Clooney, right? That'd be nice. <laughs> no, it wouldn't be, man. <laughs> Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So to wrap up, I know you have a, uh, a meeting to get mm -hmm. to. So I'm going to ask you one difficult question. Okay. And then we're going to get to a fun question. So right. what would your life partner, best friend, or your girlfriend in this yeah. case, what, what would what would she say she likes most and least about you? Oh, man. Tough one. Oh, uh, that is a tough one. She's here, too. I think she can hear oh, me. Oh, she is? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. I hope I didn't go too loud. <laughs> oh, man. Better be oh, honest. Man. No, right? Or are we that just it? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I think... Um, yeah. No, no, <laughs> no. I think I think um, what she would like um, most about me is uh, man, integrity, hard work, perseverance. I, you know, I sound like a football coach. <laughs> <laughs> um, least, oh, probably the fact that uh, that she's a morning person and I am a night person, and you will not see me schedule a call with you guys. Before 10 a.m., but she yeah. can be up on a hike at six. Oh, <laughs> I'm worried. I would go along your way. Terrible yeah. in the morning. I'm yeah. myself. So. <laughs> yeah, Ray gets up at like three in the morning. Yeah, I go to the gym. I don't know how he does it. Oh man. Well, plus you guys, you guys. I'm sure she likes the fact that you're adventurous, right? You go on some cool mm -hmm. trips, and yeah, we just got back from a 10 day road trip up to the coast of California, camping in Big Sur and Pebble yeah. Beach. Tahoe, Yosemite. So, so yeah, that's, that's great. We, yeah. we were able to do that and this is the year to do it. You know, you're not really jumping on a whole lot of flights. No, Luckily we live in, in California, so we can hit all these really cool spots. Easily. That's awesome. Yeah. Did a bunch of hiking. So always good. Yeah. So, uh, Chris, are you a Dodgers fan or who, who's your sports team? 
Oh no, I oh, cannot be a Dodgers <laughs> fan. No, yeah, no. no, 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 no. I grew up a Giants fan. Uh, I don't know. You guys have heard of San Francisco Giants. We won a few World Series. <laughs> Three out of six or something along those lines. Yeah, something along those lines. Yeah. Yeah. So who's gonna yeah. who's gonna win this one? Oh, I think the Dodgers are gonna. Yeah. They're they're gonna clean it up. I think tonight, right? Yeah. They're, yeah. they're 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 pretty good. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Did yeah. you see Game yeah. Five? Game Five was crazy. I, all the games have been. Oh no, great. Game Four. I'm sorry, Game um, Four. Game Four was insane. I, I'm just hoping, you know, being a San Diegan now that the Padres uh, Padres can turn it on. I'd, I'd love to see the local uh, local team make a run at it. It was nice that they made the playoffs this year. It was it nice was. they got past the Cardinals for once. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, that was that was close too. They yeah, did it. exactly. Took know. the monkey off our back, literally. Yeah, right. yeah. They, they have some good. Yeah. Fe- they have a good future. They yeah. have some youth, man. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And you're a Niners fan too, right? Chargers, Chargers. I did. Really? I grew up a Niners fan. I grew up a Niners Giants fan. But like I said, man, I've been here for 17 years, so it's hard for me not to root for you know the Padres and the and the Chargers uh, even though the Chargers aren't here you know they're still you stuck with them huh? they still, still hold yeah I'm stuck with them I can't switch now they're stuck with those bolts in my heart <laughs> yeah 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 Justin Herbert's looking good though no he, he is, is. Yeah, he is. He, he's he a, good like a real deal yeah for sure yeah awesome Chris well again thank you so much we know you know you're a busy guy and you have a lot on your plate so you yeah, spending some time man. with us is we're very thankful yeah, thank you yeah. For, for the time. absolutely. Yeah, yeah and then good for the audience, guys. yeah, good to see you too, man. Yeah. And for our audience, thank you again for watching and hope you come back next week. Bye-bye. See you guys. On behalf of Ray, I want to thank you again for joining us on the fourth episode of the Team Business Podcast. We were honored to be joined by Chris Lynch with Everyday California. Thank you very much for joining Chris. Please remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel and listen to our podcast on your channel of choice. Thanks again. We'll see you next time.